Hello, listeners. Julian here. Our theme song comes courtesy of Modoff, a Chicago-based rock band that absolutely rocks. You can find out everything about Modoff at modaff.bandcamp.com, and you can see their cool content on Instagram at Modoff the Band. That's M-O-D-A-F-F, the band. All right. Thanks, listeners. All right, well, uh, this is Julian from, what is our podcast called? Uh, Did You Bring Earplugs. This is Julian from Did You Bring Earplugs. Uh, I'm here with Sasha Otto. Hi. Hi. We uh, just walked into the Pitchfork Music Festival. Um, We are standing by a lovely row of porta-potties looking, you know, is there there anything more pure than a porta-potty at the beginning of a festival? There is nothing. Maybe a baby who literally just slid out of her mom's vagina, but other than that, no. Okay, so let me ask you about this baby. It slid out of the mom's vagina, suggesting that it was not birthed by a, 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 another individual. Right. So we're, we're, we're just talking about like, mom kind of did like legs akimbo standing, yeah. and that baby just fell out. Yeah, fell right the fuck out. Okay, good, good, good. I'm glad we got that um, settled. Um, Second question, is there anything less pure than a porta potty at an end of a festival? Um, oh boy. Um, a clan rally, maybe. <laughs> Other than that. That's pretty impure. <laughs> yeah, pretty impure. Okay, well, um, um, Silvana Ferrari just filled, uh, filled up her set. Filled up her set with good, good music songs. Um, good, good. She just, sorry, Sky Ferrari just finished her set um, and in I didn't bring a watch in a few minutes we've got uh, um, Earl's sweatshirt which I don't know about watching a sweatshirt perform songs Sasha can you speak to this at all yeah I don't think that's a good idea especially with how hot it is I don't think anybody wants to see a sweatshirt right now I'm down to see like Earl's tank top Earl's fishnet pants Earl's fishnet underwear Earl's fishnet um, bathing cap tidy whities very tight so tight, the tightest whiteies. Um, so yeah, we will uh, we'll come back to you and record a little bit more once uh, our third mystery co-host uh, arrives here because one co-host is not coming to the festival and we're very mad at her. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll speak to you in a little bit. Hello again, listeners. I don't know if you can hear my voice over... Um, Mr. Burl's sweatshirt, who's performing on stage right now, but we figured we'd <laughs> give you some content from the audience. Um, Sasha, what, what do you want to say to the listeners? It's hot. It's hot, guys. Could, actually, this this reminds me. So, one of our co-hosts, Jillian, who couldn't be here, requested a pretty thorough meteorological report to which I believe you responded with something about spreading your wings in that that area of expertise. So, so why don't you give us a little bit of, a little bit of that, Sasha? At this current moment, it is 5:42, and it's really fucking hot. But at this very moment, there is a breeze, and the sun is behind the clouds. So to reiterate, reiterate 
There's a wave of pretty fucking hot rolling through, but there's also a wave of some chill-ass wind rolling through. So a little bit of a balance achieved. Um, Sasha, we mentioned earlier that uh, we didn't think it was wise for someone to be performing in a sweatshirt, but now I can visually confirm that Mr. Burl is not, I repeat, not wearing a sweatshirt. Thoughts? I think he made the right choice. I think he looks great, he looks comfortable, well, kind of. Uh, <laughs> well, he's got some heavy dreads, you know, so it's as probably a little hot as you can be head. in heavy dreads performing in 95 degrees. Exactly, exactly. Well, any, any other parting thoughts you want to share with our lovely listeners as Mr. Burl's sweatshirt performs at the 2019 Pitchfork Music Festival? Uh, it's just funny to watch uh, people try to dance to this music because everybody seems to be having a hard time. But that's okay because we're all just here to have fun. So It is very chill, very low-tempo music. Not really meant for dancing, more of a vibe situation. So I agree, very funny to watch people. We're going to continue watching people and different musical acts as Did You Bring Earplugs reports to you live from the Pitchfork Music Festival. Well, not live because we're pre-recording this, so fuck me, right? Right? Yeah. We got talking about Drake? God, no, God, no. Oh, no, that, that's what you were bummed out yeah, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Julian is back with... Let's start that over. Hi, listeners. We're back. Uh, someone has joined us. Somebody who may or may not be a regular co-host of the Deep Did You Bring Earplugs podcast, reporting live from Pitchfork Music Fest 2019. Somebody, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Michael. Just Michael. <laughs> was that going to be a cheer? It sounded like it was going to be a cheer. Michael. 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 My name is Michael. Michael. Hey, Michael. and I am here Michael. to say, uh, I don't know. That he's going to have a good time in every way. Anyway, Mike. This is uh, why we listen to bands rather than play them. Shush. So, uh, you just got here. Uh, how are you feeling about the festival? What's, what's your outlook like? Are you excited? Who are you excited about? How is your undercarriage right now? My undercarriage is great. Thanks for asking. I just uh, did a little routine maintenance before I got here on it. Uh, so, like, you checked the oil levels, like, you, you know, you, you pulled out the dipstick from your undercarriage and you checked yeah, the levels? I, I greased it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> lubrication is key during music festivals. Totally. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, I'm excited about the festival. It already is a clusterfuck. I think the whole weekend's going to be a clusterfuck. Weather's going to be terrible, but a lot of really good acts, so I'm very much looking forward to it. And you know what they say, the good thing about a clusterfuck, everybody comes in the end. Gross. Yeah. 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 Plus, I'm not poor this year, so I can actually, like, eat here and have drinks yeah. and enjoy myself. So it'll be nice. Amen job. to that. Having a job, yeah. Sasha, how are those fries from the famous Chicago diner treating you? Um, I really wish I had more. They're almost gone. I have one left. One full one left. Well, there you have it, folks. There's only one fry left. We got Soccer Mommy coming up in a few minutes. We're going to go get some water and then watch a music band, bland, a music <laughs> band play some songs. We'll see you in a little bit. Hello! Howdy. Hi. This is Julian, Mike, and Sasha coming to you from Pitchfork Music Festival 2019 once again on behalf of... Did you bring earplugs? The podcast. Woo. Okay. So it's been a little bit since we recorded last. 
Uh, I'm considerably more tired than I was. And sweatier. Um, and sweatier. And sweatier, as Mike so 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 kindly points out. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not as sweaty as I was earlier because she she and I are here around like 4:30, and that was a real piece of shit. A real big piece of shit. Hefty, smelly one. I'm a sweaty boy. We're all sweaty boys and girls. Um, so let's start by talking about uh, um, a soccer mom. saw a soccer mommy play her music songs uh, reactions such as your dog such as Scorpio Rising such as you're a soccer mama we don't have to continue this anymore um, so good set a little odd the way they started it and apparently this is something they'll be doing throughout the weekend but there was a very outspoken poet who recited two poems ahead of the performance and it um it was an interesting mix of tones. Absolutely. Um, could not be further from... Antithesis. Yeah. Uh, the poems were very black, and as we know, Soccer Mommy is very not black, so... On a rating of one to powder, she's like a powder... Powder plus. Point nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, t- taken on their own, I think each thing is fine, yes. but together it was, um, it was a little bit of... Uh, of uh, tonal whiplash, um, but you know it took a couple songs, and then and then we were back. We we're back in it with Soccer Mommy, Football Madre, as I like to call her, um, and she played uh, a, a good mix of songs uh, as well as a new song. you guys think of the new song? It's good. I like yeah, it a lot. Yeah, great. I really like the guitar and the overall vibe. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, it made, us, made me feel special that you would share that with us. Yes. Uh, apparently they've been recording material, so maybe new albums on the way sometime 2019, late 2019. Um, but more importantly, let's talk about that crowd, because what do we come to music festivals? What do we come to music festivals for? Is to look at people. People! Yeah, lots of weirdos. Love the weirdos. So, first of all, I want to talk about... Okay, look, I want to preface this by saying I'm going to be very... Man, low is... is it sounds like a crashing plane. Um, so, first of all, I, I want to preface this by saying I'm going to say some curmudgeonly things in a little bit. 
but I want everyone to know that I love love and I love people who are enjoying music, but also I want you to do it in a very specific way that lines up with my ideals and does not deviate from that. So first I want to talk about the couple in front of us that were booping each other. Oh yeah, I noticed that shit. It was, it was cute, I liked it. Well, Mike is very sweet. Well, it was kind of cute, but they were also booping a lot. Lots of boops. I hated it. Um, so I, I prefer dabbing couples. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dabs of affection is what I call them. Dabs of a feather flock together. Um, I, I was just, I was comparing it with a different, so let's just say the, um, the, the booping couple was mm, not completely Caucasian, but let's just, for the sake of argument, say that they were a, a, paler variety of folk and then there was a non-pale variety of folk couple who were also being physically affectionate but in a in a way that was like making each other feel better that was relieving a little yeah. bit of the stress of the heat they and and cute. yeah and yeah they were cute i said yeah they were blowing into each other's eyeballs to cool each other's eyeballs down yes yeah exactly yeah it was like you know what we're being affectionate but we're also getting shit done i appreciated that and i it it, it brought the booping into stark contrast um, Sasha, you know, I think, Mike, you may have noticed this too, but there are a lot of very enthusiastic dancers around us. I always watch the dancers um, and always emulate them in my head, but then I'm like, maybe I should not do that. Is I don't that, want to offend. Is, do you picture yourself as a wacky, inflatable, wacky, inflatable arm flailing tube boy? Um, not a boy, lady, but yes, absolutely. Actually, I think they're uh, genderless, but they're just called... <laughs> Called man or boy. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, so there were five people to my immediate left, uh, two girls that showed up kind of late, and then three, like three or four people who were clearly together. The the group of four, I think, were in high school because, or, or like like very young because I, they, I didn't see wristbands. Yeah. But the two girls in front of me, I thought were like children, and then they had wristbands. I don't know if this is really important or not. I don't think it is. I'm just rambling. But that is to say that they were all dancing like a little too much energy for the music. Yeah. And we've seen this before, like when Mitski a few years ago, there was a girl in front of us who was dancing her, her whole heart out. Like all of her heart was on the fucking ground after that. Yeah, she died. She died, yeah, right in front of us. Tragic, tragic dance to death. Yeah. Rip. Yeah, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was distracting, but in a good way, in an entertaining way. I, yeah. I I was cynical about it at first, but I grew to appreciate it because I was like, you know what? They're just they're just having fun. Um, two two of two people from the group of four. I'm, I'm not pointing to anything specific. I'm just <laughs> gesturing. Um, were drumming on one of their backs. Oh yes, I noticed that too. Yeah. Very, very out of tune, by the way. Out of beat. Off beat. Very out of beat. Off beat. There, there we go. There we go. We we found it. Um, yeah, and they were really committed to the bit. They did yeah. it like throughout like the entirety of one yeah. whole song. Oh yeah, big time. Which yeah, if you're gonna do that, you gotta commit. You uh, just can't stop halfway through. Yeah, right, right. Uh, any any other uh, p parting thoughts about about uh, the, the the performance blah, 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 the performance <laughs> of uh, Soccer Mommy? Um, it's cool. Yeah. I liked her shorts. Yeah, it was solid. I loved her guitars. Yeah, she had a yeah, very awesome. a very very pink guitar that uh, looks like Barbie would play it, and Barbie would strum her little mitts across those strings. Stale mitts. Stale. Stale. Your mitts are quite stale, Barbie. Stiff, that's what I meant to say. And when Barbie goes to the mountains, she mitts skis. Um, oh. So, sorry, they, yeah, I want to go back to the shorts real quick. They said, get in gear. Did they? Yeah, and I feel like, so, so Michael, during the performance, you, Michael, I want to call you Michael, it's so formal. Um, during the performance, you noted that she looked like, who, who did you say she looked like? 
uh, Napoleon Dynamite's uh, girlfriend. girlfriend, love interest in the film, but with two ponytails rather than the one sideways ponytail. Gotcha. I, I don't remember what Napoleon Dynamite's girlfriend looks like. Probably pretty accurate. What I thought she looked like was... Um, any background cast member from the show Pen15? Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Which one is that? Uh, never mind. Uh, it's not super important. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, who else did we watch? We watched a little bit of Mavis Staples. watched Mavis and well let me tell you what she a made, dream come true she made fun of the orange man yep but we don't have to talk about him Chester Cheeto fuck that guy yeah fuck that guy big time uh yeah um any any observations what, what do you want to share with the with the listeners um she's very I, I commend her for being 80 years old and performing in this heat she is a champ for sure yeah, all-star grandma all the way. And super high energy. Yeah, yeah, super high energy and really sweet to the crowd and just just wholesome, wholesome fun, honestly. Yeah, it, it really did seem like she was having fun. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing I, like, it was enjoyable, but then the, the thing that I was like, man, mad respect, was she was like, you know what, we're all here, we're all having an experience, we're all having a great time. We're coming together to experience some beautiful music go buy my shit. I am 80 years old. I am a black woman in the recording industry. I know that my viability could be robbed from me tomorrow. I'm getting this money while it's good. Fuck yeah, girl. Fuck yeah. She's got a lot of grandchildren to feed, you know? Probably. How do you know that? (laughs) You might know, but I I don't know. I do my research. Okay. She has 12 and a half grandkids. Is that true? M- Mike, you fucking Mike, asshole. Shut up. Um, we can just edit it in Mike. later. Yeah, uh, so... He has seven and one on the way. I don't edit this. Um, we, the, I think all of... Well, definitely Sasha's in mine. I don't know about Mike because he is one of them. But our favorite people in the crowd were three um, seven-foot-five white guys who knew the lyrics to every single song and were dancing their teeny tiny little hearts out. And, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't help but be very enamored. I couldn't stop watching them, to be honest. Yeah, when she's creating so much fun that three random white bros are singing along and dancing. The, lo- the lawyers, as we called them. Yes, I, I came up with a theory that there are actually three pro bono, pr- three pro bono lawyers who uh, defend people who are wrongly caught up in the criminal justice system and that they're three of the best people you'd ever meet, but they just look like they would be terrible. Yeah, they come from the law offices of Sheffield, Ronson, and Boyle. <laughs> I got so specific. Good job, Mike. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, and I'm not sure if you guys saw him, but I called him photographer Idris Elba. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I saw that guy. He was handsome AF. Yeah, okay. So let's just say we're at a music festival in one of the major cities in America. There's going to be hot people everywhere. Hot women, hot men, and everything hot in between. Uh, this man stood out very much 
he had very good style and a camera, which just adds like I feel like three percent more attractiveness. And um, and he was with his friend Ethan Hawke, maybe I don't know some skinny <laughs> white guy. But uh, I, did you guys notice they took a cross arm picture? Yeah, I did see that. Where I was like, oh man, these guys these guys just saw, solved racism. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that, but I wasn't even thinking of that. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were the best of friends, and it warmed my heart. Um, any parting thoughts that you want to share, R.E. Mavis Staples? Um, if you ever get a chance to see her, see her. She's very... She's great. Oh, also, she was, like, kind of doing some stand-up a little bit there. You know? Yeah. Some Telling world, some jokes. World-class grammar jokes. Like, top-notch. Yeah. Two, thing I, two things I know about Mavis Staples. Funny as fuck will not turn around for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, she literally backed off the stage and down the stairs. It was quite impressive. She did a backflip. It was amazing. Yeah. It's not a retreat. It's a... I, don't, I forget how that line goes. Anyway, um, so Haim is just about to go on, or they just they went on. Um, we didn't really care that much about Haim, but we'll probably stay for a couple songs and probably not talk about it because we'll just be like, meh. Yeah. Meh. I do like this song, actually. I like their first album, so I... I All right, well, we're, we're going to go watch some Haim, and listeners, you're going to stay right there. Don't, Don't move. move. Stay tuned. Don't move. Um, okay, um, Saturday, considerably more tired for some reason. Maybe I'm just a little bit too of the other thing. Anyway... This is Julian with, uh, with, how do say, uh, all right, too self-aware. This is Julian with Did You Bring Earpugs, po- plugs, earpugs. Did you bring earpugs? Did you bring earpugs podcast, day two, Pitchfork Music Festival, 2019, Chicago, Illinois, United States, Earth, what's after that, Milky Way? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll stop there. Um, Sasha, Mike, how are you feeling? I don't know. I don't know. Sweaty. Very sweaty. Yeah, I, I mean, we've been here for like 45 minutes, maybe, if that, and it's already pretty hot. Um, we just watched Chai play some music songs. Reactions? Uh, adorable. Yeah, probably the most wholesome thing I've ever seen, ever. I don't mean adorable in a condescending way. I mean, they're just absolutely adorable. We saw them play two songs, and I feel like even within that, there was an overload of preciousness and colors and, and charm and, 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 charm and uh, uh, loosely choreographed dances. And um, I, I was saying that it reminds me of the tone and vibe of a Weird Al concert with the kind of shabby playfulness of a Aquabats show. Guys, what did we remind you of? Uh, Six Flags, the band. <laughs> so, so not the old man that dances next to the bus to the Vanga b- bus song? No, no, like Six Flags, the charming Japanese 
uh, for some girl group band. Oh, see, I was okay. So you said you said this during their set. Specific, just a little specific. Okay, yeah, no, because I was definitely picturing the the amusement park. So we were uh, yeah. thinking of two very different things. Yeah, so I was thinking that too. I thought I completely misread. I can see them play at an amusement park, though. I could definitely see them play totally. at an amusement park. And that's exactly what I was imagining. Like, you're at Disneyland, it's like, oh, we're, we're in time to catch the 3 o'clock chai show at, uh, at you know, at uh, the downtown district. I forget what Disneyland neighborhoods yeah. are called. While sipping our milk, uh, Mickey Mouse chais. Milky chais. Uh, okay. <laughs> Milky Mouse <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we're about to watch. Well, we're about to watch Mike scarf down. Sorry, we're about to watch Mike scarf down some food, and then we're gonna watch Kate LeBon. We. All right. Well, we'll talk to you in a little bit, listeners. Bye. Bye. All right, listeners. We're back. Julian with Did You Bring Earplugs. I'm here with Sasha, Mike, and three extremely special guest stars. I'm not really sure how we got them. Um, but why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Hey, I'm Graham. It's I'm very wet, not in like a fun sense. <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to as being wet, but you know, that's a mystery that will be solved at a different time. Hi, I'm Caroline. Hey, I'm Kenzie. All right, so um, lots to talk about for day two of Pitchfork Festival 2019, Chicago, Illinois, Earth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, out of a bit of a weather malfunction. We're going to jump real quick to our resident meteorologist, Sasha Atto, for what should have been a preemptive report, but is now a postemptive report, Sasha. No, oh, I have food in my mouth. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't, I couldn't predict it. It, it we got caught in the weather. It's big, there's a big downpour. So, so let me, let me set the scene for you, dear listeners. We're standing in front of the green stage watching rock and roll band Parquet Chords play their very good music songs. And at one point the sound kind of dipped out, which was a disturbing portent of things to come. But uh, after that, a voice came on the PA and said that the festival would be shutting down because of weather concerns. And a resounding echo of booze rippled through the audience. Yeah, um, it's very sad. Tragedy. Truly a tragedy. So, from three guest stars, from, from the outsider's perspective, you guys had just arrived or were imminently arriving, and you got the bad news. I literally just, I got a beer. It was a really bad Goose Island beer. And I sat down, and we were watching two seconds of arcade courts, and then we had to leave. Same thing happened to Ken. I she's, can't talk. She's got five. She's got five milligrams of sativa in her mouth right now. Don't mind her. This is a drug-free podcast. I should go. <laughs> I was trolling uh, Twitter and I found the um, the handle of Pitchfork and I was watching it and it said it was evacuated. So I waited until I got the okay and now I'm fucking here, ready to group. How did the trolling go? Really good. Yeah, did you did you find any uh, thirsty, desperate men to take advantage of? I sure did, and I can't wait tonight. Nice, nice. That's on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, the festival has reopened its doors. Balance Sebastian is coming up in ten scant minutes. We're gonna watch those crazy Scots play their h- wholesome, homely. How would you describe their music? Wu Tang is for the children. 
Yes. And as we all know, Wu-Tang and Bell and Sebastian share a lot of band members. Uh, so we'll check back in with you guys and girls and everything in between uh, after Bell and Sebastian. Bye. Okay, um, end of the day report, Julian Suga, did you bring Whoa. earbuds? So I, I realized that uh, on the first episode, I mispronounced the title of our own podcast. Yep. I called it, did you bring earbuds? Because uh, I suck. Suck! Oh, and he's not the host anymore. losing my voice. So I'm passing hosting duties to Phoebe Bridgers, who unfortunately is a ghost and has no voice. Turn your lights on. Turn your... Turn your lights. Turn your li- lights. 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 Danger yeah. people. Oh, um, so we just left the premises of Pitchfork Fest 2019. Um, I think we're all a little more tired, as per usual. Uh, guys, talk to me about the rest of the day. Pitchfork 2019 Fest, Chicago. Uh, well, it was good uh, after the evacuation, I guess. Yeah, uh, Bell and Sebastian was pretty chill and cool. Uh, we were in front of a guy who was scream singing the lyrics. Yeah, it was 99% scream, 1% sing. Uh, yeah, the energy did not match Bell and Sebastian whatsoever. It was like, have you ever set a star? Like, yeah. screaming, like, was at a metal show, yeah. so. Like I, an angry Muppet, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did glance behind me at one point, and his arms were flailing in the yeah, air, yeah. just kind of in, like, a really, you know, kind of uncanny fashion. Um, is right? this our lift? Yep. This is our list. All right. I'm just going to keep on recording as we get into this car. Okay. Hello. Hi. Michael. What's up? Thanks. No, you're fine. Good. How are you? So we're recording a segment for a podcast. Do you mind if we do that while we're in the car? Okay. Um, I'm going to hand the mic to you guys, and you talk some about what happened. What else do we have to say? What do you want to say, Mike? Uh, Isley Brothers was great. Yeah, it's kind of a dream come true to see the Isley Brothers. Um, I grew up listening to their music, so it was kind of intense, some songs for me, personally, uh, but pretty much a dream. Um, yeah, can't even really put it into words, to be honest. <laughs> Lots of name dropping. Oh, yeah. Big time. Do you have anything else to say? 
um, can can you talk about some songs in particular, in specific that uh, that you like really meant a lot to you? It's bad I don't really know the word, the um, title of this song, but there's just one song um, that I reminded me a lot of my dad. Um, I cannot remember the words for the life of me. I'm like so tired that I can barely remember. But we'll, we'll splice it in in post. Yeah, yeah. Um, like with a robot voice, like a Siri. It was. Yeah. Um, and then of course they ended with shout, which was the only way. The, the only, only way, way to way end it. Ended. Like, what else could they have done? If if yeah, it, it wouldn't have worked out at all. It would have just made us all sad. Crawled they home. Teased it. They teased it. They did tease it, and that was pretty rude. Yeah, but it worked. But it it all came payoff. out great in the end. Yeah, good payoff. Anything else? Anything else? Oh, that's it. Let's wrap this up. So day two, got a little shaky there for a second. Mother Nature almost got in the way of us seeing a lot of really good acts, but we stuck it out, and everything worked out really well in the end. I don't know why I've adopted this cadence of speech, (laughs) but I have. So So for now, this is Julian signing off for Did You Bring Ear Plugs. Fuck. Thank you for listening. And if you listen beyond this point, like really thank you for keeping on listening because geez. Look, all right. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Greetings, listeners. Julian with the Dig dig You. I have a real problem saying the name of our own show, the Did You Bring Earplugs podcast. We're coming to you live and pre-recorded from day three of the Pitchfork Music Festival 2019. Uh, We just got here maybe half an hour ago. It is very moist. It is very muddy. Uh, Chicago has gathered here on the moors of Union Park to uh, bear, holy shit, witness to the, uh, yeah, I almost just slipped in the mud, uh, last day of the Pitchfork Music Festival. Guys, uh, how we feeling? Fucking tired as fuck. Yeah, tired. Very tired. I am also very sleepy. I nodded off in the lift over here, and I'm not super proud of it. But we've had some caffeine. We just watched, uh, they're from the UK, right? Yeah. The UK's own Black Midi play... Um, what I think may have been music? Yeah, uh, something. They played something. Music-like substance. Yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't music, it certainly resembled it. Um, I wrote a fiction in my mind where there's like a middle-aged guy who lives in the suburbs and he's like, he hasn't really engaged with music, music culture over the past like 10, 15 years and he's like, you know what, I've heard really good things about this Pitchfork Music Festival and he just walks in here day, like day three, you know, kind of kind of cold everything and he sees Black Midi playing and he's like, yep, I, I don't understand this culture anymore. <laughs> totally. I can see that. What do you say, it was like a boy raised by wolves but a boy raised without musical standards? What? <laughs> Anyway, um, I think we're going to do some shopping. Uh, There's not a whole lot we want to see today. That happens before, like, 4.30. Um, So we'll be light on the recordings. But this evening we've got, what do we have? Well, Robin, obviously, Charlie XCX, uh, 
Kruanbin. Kruanbin. And then Eamon Dunes. Uh, I don't really care for Whitney. People seem to like them. Um, yeah, so we have a fun evening ahead of us. We'll be back with more later. Shut up and sit still. Bye. Hey, we're back. Day three Pitchfork Music Festival 2019. This is still Julian with Sasha and Mike. Um, say things about what's happened today. I don't remember the last time we recorded, so I don't know what that was after. I don't know what's happened since. I don't know where we are. I don't know my name. Uh, go speak now. Go good. What have we done? I have no idea what's going on. What have we done today? We just initiated a very successful drink trade where we both hated our drinks we ordered, but we liked each other's. So win-win. And, and what are you drinking, Mike? Uh, Mezzo Spirits. It's like a blood orange spritz. spritz. Very refreshing. What is a spritz? Uh, it's not a Spratz, I'll tell you that. Never never wanted to be a Spratz. There's one thing I'm sure of, it's that I don't know what a Spritz is and I don't like a Sprat. Uh, Sasha, we just watched a little bit of Eamon Dunes and a little bit of... Um, do you want to tell me a little bit about both of those? Both very chill. Our acts, uh, very good Sunday acts. You can just kind of like, you don't really have to watch, you can just listen. You know, it's pretty chill. and Just exist in the vibes. Yeah, exactly. It's just around all the people and all the things and all the nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to talk about something that I noticed the other day, but I forgot to bring up. But uh, the, the, the couple in the like what would you call it? The uh, societally appropriate uh, furry gear. The, yeah. the guy was wearing the skunk tail and I think the lady was a cat. But he also was dedicated enough to give himself a mohawk with a white stripe yes. down the middle. Yes. Bleach, yes. bleach platinum. Channeling stripe. his inner Pepe Le Pew, hopefully minus yeah. the rape. Yeah. yeah, including skunk shirts. The, yeah. The wonderfully crafted skunk tail uh the whole nine yards yeah well well not the whole nine yards because the whole nine yards would just be a full furry costume um it was like seven and a half yards um yeah but then the 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 one of the guys that he was with the day that we saw him was wearing like a like a a golden carnival barker outfit today I don't remember oh. that. I remember that. Oh, hello. Woo! Pitchfork Festival 2019, Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, what up? We just left the premises. Well, not just left. It's been a little bit. We've been trying to snatch a ride. Snitchy, snatchy. Um, but yeah, guys, how did it go? Woo! We saw a lot today, didn't we? Yes. When we was Abea. last year? Mike, take it away. We saw Abea. We saw... Who else did we see? Uh, the heat's gotten to me throughout the it's day. It's even hot. My brain's uh, just mush. Snail, snail mail. Snail mail, Charlie XCX. 
Robin. Uh, yeah, close down Robin. Yeah. Yeah, so Robin closed out the last day of the festival, day three of the festival. And she brought with her uh, some props from a, from a fabric commercial. She brought with her uh, two of the hands that you see in that scene in Clockwork Orange where they break in and murder those people. Um, no huge ceramic penis. Um, I feel like that would have been pretty on the nose or pretty on the penis. Um, but yeah, she played... Yes, Mike. She had a gateway to heaven and hell, though. That was pretty trippy. Yeah, she had a Stargate on stage with her, uh, much like the Flaming Lips did uh, when they were touring, doing you not... Uh, my brain is too tired to make references like that right now. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty lush production. Um, what did you guys think? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you dance? Yeah, it could definitely be a commercial for cotton, the fabric of our lives. Yeah, um, I loved it. I danced... My feet hurt, so it was all good. Highlights? All of it. Uh, nothing for today. Nothing that really stood out. Okay. Um, it was very chill. <laughs> it, it was very chill. That's true. Um, I, I listened to her latest album, Honey, a lot, and the title track off that one made me feel things in my soul. Um, she... The performance of uh, Dancing on My Own was pretty magical. She let the audience basically sing the entire first utterance of the chorus, and we did a, we did a really good job. Yeah, I think we, we sounded beautiful. I think lots of harmony, and it's great. Yeah, quite the performance. Yeah, and you know, she's, she's a performer, so I can't say how genuine this was, but she seemed like she was elated by our participation. Uh, it felt like a collaborative experience with, with the, the woman of the hour herself. Um, snail mail, yeah, I'm just taking that sharp left turn. Snail mail was good. That is a Ford. That is a Ford Fusion or, or something. Oh, I should probably check where he is. Oh, he should be here. All right. Well, that was Pitchfork Festival 2019. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Good night.